0: Thanks Tico, uh, obviously the fans uh, behind the uh, headphones won't understand that we've just had a little technical hiccup there, but it's good to be back, very early spring start, it's very cold down here in Hobart, so we haven't quite got the spring feels yet, hopefully warm our way into the spring and uh, win some big dollars, so it's good to be back.
1: Yes, uh, thanks Joey, bit of a false start, uh, Stu, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks Tico and Chop. Um yeah, looking forward to getting into it after a nice spell.
2: Yes, no, it should be good. And uh, apologies from uh, Big Yab this evening, bit on his plate. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back in due time. And then the two workaholics, of course, we might get them at some point if we're lucky. But uh, lads, we're at Flemington, a few weeks between runs there. Uh, Rail out 10 metres was four. And uh, we're looking at a soft six, probably no better. Uh, Freezing chop, which does mean cold. We won't be getting above... 11 for the next couple of days. A bit of rain forecast on the day. And there is a bit of a breeze, which may or may not help dry the track out. I doubt it. Um, and that is a probable headwind from what I can see on the map. Um, and that uh, is worth noting with a few straight races on the card, I think. All right. Well, boys, we might crack on. Uh, we'll go with the quaddy legs here. Um, obviously, headlined by Race 8, the Ori Star. I think last year won by uh, Voodoo Lad, um, of course, one of our old boys. Now, uh, race six is 1,000 metres, the VRC member Brenda Nugget Handicap down the straight. uh, And your favourite is a very short price one in assertive approach. Uh, Comes out of a race over in Adelaide where it beat Behemoth, who arguably should have won the uh, group one over in Adelaide a few months back. So that's got to be good form. Uh, one of our favourites, Wagner, next, uh, does like to mix its form. An interesting one in uh, Rocket Tommy. Has been a straight winner in the past, particularly over this sort of uh, trip. 27 starts, nine wins, never placed, apart from the wins. And that gives him a win- percentage of uh, 33%, of course. Shoot, oh, Too early. Uh, it's never too early. All right. Quick look at the map. Um speed it out wide to see the approach Tony Acconey. Tazzy horse the inevitable could go forward as well. Um I don't think there'll be any map issues really with that speed out wide. They'll probably come to the
1: middle of the track. Um and we will see. All right. Uh is this you, Stu? Yeah, straight into it. Um it's funny you mention our old rocket Tommy there. Good good um good horse for me. Um back to him when he won at Swan Hill, a couple of starts back. At- <laughs> as you do a on a Sunday <laughs> I might add so uh, that probably shows where I'm at with <laughs> but um it unfortunately Tommy doesn't make my top four um I've gone
0: a bit of an outsider
1: here a bit of a value play for mine in Brace me um mm. she had a, a last start in the group one William Reed ran ran seven or so from, from memory um But this is a pretty big drop back to a benchmark 90, albeit first up, a little bit unsure there. But I'm happy to have her on top at the $10 odds. Um, For second, I've got in number two, the inevitable, good Tassie horse. Um, It certainly trialled well at our Devonport a couple of weeks back. I did see the replay of that. So I'm thinking he could run a cheeky race uh, first up. And um, obviously can't leave out the favourite, number 10 or certain. Approach uh, unbeaten, yeah, good run in Adelaide. Probably had all the favours, and it'll be interesting to see how he goes in this step up in class. But uh, he looks uh, more than capable for mine. So uh, that's my numbers four, two, ten. Very good, thanks, Stu. Couldn't get down to Devonport to watch that trial live, or uh, no? I was at work. I I, uh, I just live streamed it. it was good good day of trials that one. Mystic Journey uh, won a oh. trial. The inevitable. Um, Miss Bossy Bell, which is, of course, my horse, so, um yeah, yeah. wouldn't come out of the barriers one time. So, yeah. yeah no, very good. Well, thanks, Stu. Uh, I'm actually um, a little bit with
2: you there. I think that Embrace Me is a good price. Uh, as you said, down from Group One, first up's the query, um, but absolutely flew in that win prior to the Group 1 and wasn't disgraced. Um, so $10 versus yeah, $2.10. And even if you play in a place market, it's probably um, worth a dabble. Um, I thought uh, Prezado may have come back for some of its best uh, last run as well, up to 60 kilos, a big query though. But um, I also couldn't trust Wagner. So I'd probably be having a little bet on him, Embrace Me myself. Uh, interested to see how this favourite goes. All right, but uh, I like to start of the quad. We'll move on to race seven, which is the uh, VRC member Peter Cosgrove handicap over the 1,400 metres around Flemington, and we've got another relatively short price favourite here in My Pendant, two dollars fifteen, best price you can get at the moment. Um, short as a dollar ninety five around some parts. Uh, Shakora, a previous non-winner, has put a few together, five dollars for Fred Kersley. Not much money for anything really. Voila, who comes out of those three year old mixed form races, Uh, but really only money for the favourite so far, which should be hard to beat. Interesting name down the bottom, Just Like Mum, that's a good one, for Nathan Punch. uh, 11 starts, three wins, could go to uh, 33% if it picks up its fourth win, 12 starts. All right, Chop, this is uh, you, mate. Just quickly to the speed map uh, though, before we move on. Uh, Not a great deal of speed, but what is there is wide. Um, Special Diva maps in nicely just behind. The uh, favourite should be midfield or slightly worse. Um, I don't see any real map issues, but maybe not a great deal of pace depending on what Angelic Spirit does. All right, Chop.
0: Thanks, Tico. Um, yeah, on, on top here, uh, hard to go past the favourite, My Pendant. Uh, obviously, second to Sylvia's mother down the straight recently. Uh, Didn't appear to be any real bias there on the day, but probably wanted to be on the outside where Sylvia's mother was. My pendant was obviously jumping from the inside barrier three. Um, Ran a strong race, just obviously first up. We'll we'll gain a bit from that, from a bit of fitness. And uh, has won it... 1,400 before at Flemington. It's interesting to note, um, I think it was last February, or this February, sorry, ran against some very strong horses, Amp for very elegant fundamentalists, where where, uh, yeah, there was no match for those horses. But this is you know, a far, far easier race than that. Um, and should should be able to find it off, as you said, will settle probably midfield or back. But being the nice big straight that Flemington is, as long as you get it, nice clean air should run past them. Also has good soft form. I'm not sure how much rain they'll they'll have, but he's uh, yeah four four starts on the soft, uh, two wins and the two placings. So no knock on on the soft there. Second, I had uh, actually special diva, very strong record at the 1400 for 11 starts and five wins and a placing. Uh, Sixth run this prep so should be just rock-hard fit at this stage. Um, Beat Ballet Master and Satori, who both went on to... Ballet Master went on to win the following race, uh, Satori third. Uh, The only knock there is that uh, has had five starts at Flemington for no wins. Uh, No placings, I think, either. So that's not ideal. But um, the only other one that I was partly interested in. Shakora obviously got the suck run on the inside at Flemington last start and just won pretty easily in the end. We'll find it a lot harder from, from barrier nine just to obviously won't be able to tuck in and run around the bend. And um, Yeah, I just think uh, my pendant definitely on top. Quaddy numbers, I'd be looking at eight and three at this stage, so just my pendant and special deeper. I'm happy to leave Shakora out. Um, mm-hmm. I just think I'd like to include special diva just with that that good record at the fourteen hundred. Fit, ready to fire. Um, so yeah, eight and three for me. No, I think ah seven. My pendant just to clarify. Oh, but, sorry, uh, my apologies. I had eight here. Seven is it? Yep, that's True. right, mate.
2: You keep stirring that uh, stiff one in front of you there, mate. Uh, yep, uh, well said. Uh, has has to be the right form, doesn't it? Really serious group form around um, it, and Sylvia's mother, who was actually favourite in I think a group race last, um within autumn. Uh, up in Sydney, come to like two or three bucks against the likes of Nikita Jane and Hood, who goes around later. And that's, um, I mean, that's better than all these um, midweek hacks we've got going around in this mm-hmm. race. So be happy yeah. to go skinny.
1: Any thoughts, uh, Stuart? Yeah, not a great deal to add. Uh, yeah. My opinion, one out. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about too many others. Yep.
2: Very good. But well, we might, uh, we might push on uh, to the feature of the day, then race eight which we might spend a little bit more time on. Uh, tough little field, not a not super strong field, but an even field. I think mm. we discussed this in the previous stage, Chocolate, very interesting group of runners. So, headed by Cesar, who of course played up a bit last time out and maybe disappointed, maybe didn't handle Caulfield, maybe just a bit flat second up, but uh, he's Best is pretty good, so I reckon there'll be some forgiving of him, but certainly no early money, 350 out to as much as 460 now for him. Um, He's also three wins from nine starts, just to note Stuart. Um, Little sprinkling of money for Material Man. Um, Another interesting runner, came across from WA last prep, uh, had the 25 starts over there for 21 uh, win or placings with 14 wins, five seconds and two thirds, and then came down and didn't feature in the placings here, but had a few issues. Money for it early into $15 um, and certainly keeping a close eye on it. Uh, Antar, former Tassie horse, good money as well, has done well over the 1200, but was probably more so over the 14 last prep, first go down the straight. Um, and the other interesting runner is Reykjavik, who is... Um, Back from 1,600, but Lindsay Smith's been pretty good since coming down to Victoria, taking over some of Darren's stables, so might have to do some inquiries um, in there if he keeps doing things like that, especially if he brings a 1,600 back to 1,200-metre winner. But um, another good horse. Yeah. (laughs) So a quick look at the map. Um, You Make Me Smile, probably the lone um, go-forward horse Milwaukee map's beautifully just off. Uh, Material Man and True Excelsior can also go forward uh, along with Malibu style uh, speed predominantly out wide they should come down the middle so I don't see any great issues Iconoclasm I think would like to get a bit of cover so might need to try and just suck in there behind the leaders um, but otherwise no real issues uh, Cesar should get a last look at them from the far side of the track Alright, I think we've all had a bit of a look at this so uh I might flick to you first mate what are your thoughts
1: I um, i like number seven Milwaukee, bit of a straight track uh, specialist in my, uh, my humble. Um, mm. He's yeah, probably a bit of a step up from what he's done, but he, he just seems to get the job done in these type of races. So pretty happy to go with him around about that seven fifty mark. Um, mm. For second, I've got my old mate, Iconoclasm. I'm not a hundred percent sure if he's ever had a crack down the straight, but no, it hasn't. It give, gives me impression that he, it'd probably suit him. I, he's a nice strong 1200 down the straight it's probably going to be right up his alley um mm. so I'm, I'm happy to have him he's been a good horse to me so i'm happy to follow I'll give number four Caesar. give him another chance to prove me wrong and um a special mention to a hood who's probably most likely run second and uh malibu <laughs> style who's um yeah, another solid you know chance in a good open race and um and even right down the bottom, number fifteen, Mr. Moneybags, obviously named after Yab. Um, Seventy-one dollars—a big price for him, but it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, All Star Mile runner, of course. So, um, got to yeah. be getting that field. Um, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, thanks, Stu. Uh, Choppy? Oh, I'm actually leaning the same way, as Stu. I I had uh, number seven, Milwaukee, on top as well. Um, Stu obviously mentioned the straight form. And I, I completely agree. Just a very consistent runner, um, although a bit of a step up here, but just doesn't put a foot wrong, really. Milwaukee, um, and uh, I'll, I'll touch on it later, but is actually my my best each way of the day. Um, just uh, just doesn't doesn't do anything wrong, uh, and I just reckon can run a very good race um, after that. Obviously, uh, Cesar as well. Um, Thankfully, lost to Scales of Justice, who won me an absolute packet not too long ago, which was very nice. Um, and the only other one that I was partly interested in, which we did talk about the other day to go as well, was Material Man, who didn't do a lot last prep, but obviously got the um, you know, the class there as well. Um, interesting to see, in the All-Star Mile, was, didn't run a terrible race, although it didn't finish up there. Five lengths behind Mystic Journey. But I mean, if you look at this field, I could see Mystic Journey beating them by five lengths. So, um, yeah, Milwaukee on top, um, wide open race. Uh, Hoods a real non-winner, so don't even include in your multiples. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, no, it's a very
2: wide open race, as you said, Chop. I'll um, I'll just quickly go through a couple already mentioned. I, I think Cesar gets another chance. I'm happy for a little bit of a drift. Um, has been down the straight before. Only four or five lengths off Sunlight who, you know, you've talked about what would brain this field. Sunlight's probably the best um, straight um, sprinter we have at the moment apart from Santa. So she, uh, she would blitz these. Um, I think Milwaukee, uh, Echo, everything you've said, gets a, a good draw as well and he just keeps finding in those straight races, five goes at track and distance for three wins in two seconds. Um, and I think You Make Me Smile might be a bit of value. Uh, particularly if it uh, can sneak away up front. I'd just be worried about the um, headwind mentioned earlier in the show, um, but flies second up, three goes second up for three wins and has a good form around some group horses in Sydney. So just have to be wary of any wind um, and respecting iconoclasm for my Sort of fourth pick, as mentioned from Stu. And I think there's two good roughies, Trouble Wisdom and True Excelsior. Uh, Trouble Wisdom, of course, has beaten Osborne Bulls, actually got backed in the Group 1 Galaxy last um, campaign in the autumn on a heavy nine first up. Probably not ideal, but there was money for it, Uh, the big grey. So I think you can get $41. It might be worth a little sprinkle. And True Excelsior, good horse, always runs in a bit of trouble, doesn't mind the straight. Similar price. Uh, I think they're both good roughies, um, but chances don't end there. I don't know what we're going to do with a quaddy. Might have to have a bit of a mm. <laughs> deliberation on on that <laughs> in the next twenty four hours, or uh, possibly uh, relate to some of the more seasoned form analysts, um, possibly tomorrow morning. But uh, Clint yeah, <laughs> yeah, Clinton Reed, that bloke who does the show on RSN, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes, so uh, very interested in to see what happens in this race and still interested to see what the likes of a hood and even horses like Sosibon, who last time we saw down the straight at 1,000 metres, I think just over a year ago, absolutely rattled home for a mm. very impressive second. So,
0: I think uh, uh, you had a little money on that day. Was that right,
1: Tico, Sosibon? Uh, I did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did that, the day, yeah. Did he chew anyone to one's here that day? He didn't, but I think oh, I've
0: backed him every time he's ran. So uh,
2: 37 starts now for two wins. Yep. So cool. um, on that note, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll push on to uh, what is an even, even harder leg of the quality race. Nine um, is uh, the VRC member, Angela Kennedy Handicap, over the interesting number of 1,720 metres to finish the day. And your favourite is Dr Drill, previous overseas galloper, who's been pretty consistent. Since coming to Australia, um, back down from Sydney, lumps the big weight that T.O. gets the claim down to 59 and a half. Uh, No real money for him early. Um, Master Shahood's the one they've backed. He's been 13 into as little as 650 with some bookies now. Um, Another import, Chris Waller, second Oz Prep. Um, Interesting runner. And sprinkling of money for Kentucky Breeze. Exemplar, another import who has interestingly been only half a length off Yucatan at 1,600 over in England, so take note. Um, Ballet Master, Satori and Royal Ace all out of the same race, along with Humboldt Current. Um, yeah, very open field. This Stew, one of yours, lure me in also there. Um, no, uh, no. I don't know if we can go back to the well, but if he manages uh, to pick up his fifth win, he'll be 15 starts for five wins. So that's something to look forward to. I won't, I won't least... glue it in again. Yeah. <laughs> th- we'll, we'll move on. A uh, quick look <laughs> at the speed map. Uh, looks like there's a fair bit of speed, and I'm not sure what they do with Dr. Drill and Kentucky Breeze, who are some of the more fancy runners. Both draw wide and both like to sit sort of forward of midfield. Um, there's a bit of pace drawn inside of them. Um, Exemplar has been gelded as well. So um, May come out a little bit less fiery, um, street chic, another non-winner there and uh, a few others out the back with with him, but uh, no real issues outside those first two from my eye. Um, all right, well, this was my leg and uh, I've found this board line impossible. Uh, I wrote down 10 numbers, I've crunched the form for those 10 and I've yet to 100% remove any of them from my quaddie. Um, if I was to have a throw at the stumps, I'm actually going to have a good each way bet on number four exemplar. Um, definitely a betting stable. Money early from a big price, as mentioned, has run next to Yucatan uh, at 1,600 albeit, but uh, we're only 1,700 metres here uh, and there's one up over further um, and it's one that's only run at this sort of distance. So I think could be worth a, a throw at the stumps in such an open race um, and certainly watch any money or hear if our good mates, um, oh, his name now alluding me, but we don't have to talk about him because he's a bit of a peanut, um, from the, the Lloyd-Williams camp, the son of Nick is the one I'm thinking oh, of. If we hear him yep. by the day, he, that might give us a bit of a push. Yeah, um, Dr. Drill has to go in. Kentucky Breeze, been racing well, beat Organza and Roger Vick uh, a couple of weeks back, Master Shahood, the money horse, and Street Chic, uh, he, he'll be in front at some point in the race, so you want to have him in the quaddy. Um, currently, not sure what to do with the form from the Ballet Master race, but if I was to mm. take one, it would probably be Humboldt Current out of that race. Just seems like the other two or three at the front probably weren't running out the trip as well, um, possibly Satori. Um, but they were, of course, the third and fourth horses. So I'm really not sure what to do there. And lure me in. Oh, I mean, you could put it in, but not for mine. So currently sitting with those first five numbers, and uh, may add in Humboldt Current as a sixth. Um, but I will sit on that for now. Um, you boys had a chance to uh,
1: fry your brain on this one, or Shouldered Arms? Oh well, I I had a look, not not to the in depth that um you've dissected the form. I just looked at it and saw Doctor Drill and went, yep, back in him last start, went straight to the front. <laughs> Big P.O., Theodore Nugent, he's just, oh, just taking to the front and just go. Yep. That's it. That's all I've got. Duck yep.
0: Duckings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: would, I wouldn't bother, chopping. I wouldn't bother. So... Uh, <laughs> So that rounds out the uh, four legs of the Quaddy at Fabulous Flemington. Jeez, uh, we, we might actually get a good price if we can get the Quaddy with those last two legs. We may also have $2 winners in races six and seven, so it could be a, a funny Ooh, day. Big day, big day. Could yeah, well be, could be for you, Chop, right up your alley, those first couple. Um, anything outside of those four races, lads, that's caught your eye or anything up in Sydney?
0: Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, obviously the Missile Stakes up, in, up at Rose Hill. Um, there we go. Very, very, very small field. The only one uh, that's worth looking at up there, and I think uh, Elise is about a dollar forty-five now. But <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, you know, if you've got some big dollars to throw around, dollar forty-five, you'd probably take it. I don't know why they targeted sixteen hundred meters last prep. I think Alize still finishing the dogcaster, which I backed it in. We, just, but, we might just get a snippet from one of those podcasts of me telling
2: you that just to, you know, to remind people yeah.
0: <laughs> Very strong first up record. The other reason I'm mentioning this is because it's the missile stakes. You know, first up, 1,200, great first up record, should uh, should win pretty easily up there. Um, that's the only one I had up at Rose Hill. The only other one at Flemington for me was race four, Jungle Edge. Um, with the rain forecast that you've talked about, Tico. Mm. Um, oh, the more rain, the better, obviously. For Jungle Edge, just is an absolute wet tracker. Uh, ran second to the scales, the scales of justice, and they gapped the rest. Um, or didn't you know? It was a length, length and a half to, to Cliff's Edge in in third. Um, just a very honest horse. Obviously, take the lead. Um, not sure about that headwind you're talking about, that's not ideal. Didn't look into the, which way the breeze was blowing, but um, Jungle Edge and 380, I think, uh, is a pretty good price there. Obviously, the Tassie horse, I never know how to pronounce it. Is it a
2: lot of money in the last hour or so for it? It's been yeah. um, as much as 380 into as low as 250 now. Yeah? Well, so, uh, I, I, like, hmm.
0: I like a good drift on my horses, so um, better money for a Jungle Edge on the day, maybe.
2: Yeah, no, fair enough. A lot of good runners in that race. You've got uh the former group one winner Volkstock and Barrel for the new stable. And uh Kimono, of course, back gilded. So uh oh, no, don't that go
0: near it. That could be a no a race Do not race. go but, uh, near it.
2: <laughs> and old super tight ass, he's he's in that race as well. Good money for his only run last prep and uh then turned out. But uh they're aiming at it at cups, so it's uh interesting. First up fourteen hundred. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, interesting little race. What about you, Stu? Anything
1: outside of the squatting? Um, only the, the best and the value, aren't you, on them now? Uh, we might just hang on and we'll, we'll yeah. let you
2: train in a second. Um, but that's a yeah, no problem. To note. Um, I uh, haven't. Really found anything that jumps off the page in those first five races at Flemington, some other more tough races there. Um, but flicking over to Rose Hill, I'm not as interested as Charles is in the um, missile, but uh, I could find you a couple others. I'm very interested to see how uh, Dawn Passage comes back, Blinker's first time, race five, which is the Rosebud, one of the key lead ups to the Golden Rose. Um, only seen Dawn Passage a couple of times, and last time we saw. It was behind Castle Vecchio, uh, of course, now a Group 1 winner. So, uh, been a bit of good money today. Um, so, about you can still get about 4 bucks if you're interested there. It's race five. And outside of that, there was one other I was keen on, which I'm just locating in my sheet here. Uh, it's That's an favourite of
1: mine. Not,
2: not Oh, geez, we're not going to Jack and Fells again. Uh, no, the other one I wanted to bring up was uh, All Too Soon. I think it struck a pretty good race. First up, 1,400, um, not too firm a track, doesn't mind it. So a little bit of sting out. Um, had a trial, um, three times placed first up and um, doesn't really run a bad race. Um, first up, last prep, second to Seaway, of course, won a couple of weeks ago. Um and Chop, yes, I will mention the Avenger as well in the last, um, which we've got a dollar eighty favourite, but I think uh, it can run a good race. Um, it just needs to improve on its five starts at Rosehill for no placings. Uh, but been up a while, fit, uh, drawn well. J Mac on for Chris Waller. Um, I reckon that's uh, still decent value around the five dollar mark. All right, lads. Uh, well, Stu, we might throw back to you now for your, your best and, and next best
1: for us. Yeah, my best is gonna be uh Flemington race three, number twelve, Jumbo Ozaki. Uh obviously mm. a, a sick beat when he had his um his last start all the way back when was that now? That was a while ago, it was, wasn't it? That's, that's one of the, the sickest beats, beats it, wasn't it? it, it man, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, mm. really just got over it and now now we're gonna go back to the well. So Jumbo's um my best, uh, my next best comes up in the first, uh, which is uh, not a single cent, mm. which is most likely going to be my turnover for the day. But um, I'm happy to go with him in that's race one number six, and uh, mm-hmm. my value is this uh, race six embrace me as mentioned in uh, in the quaddy leg. I think at ten dollars, she's a good. Uh,
2: no, absolutely. Well said, Stu. Chop, have you uh, nailed any down yet?
0: I have. Um, I've got a best slash special here um, that I've had to, to chase up at Doombin. Uh, oh. Doombin, <laughs> Doombin race two, the tax accountant. So, oh, <laughs> obviously, yes. being an accountant myself, I was initially drawn to this horse. Uh, oh,
1: fourth up, well? more,
0: in, more importantly, third up post-June 30. So it should be absolutely peaking like me at this very point in time. Uh, should, uh, the bookies should be issuing some very large refunds when the, the tax accountant charges home at $2.70 for the win. So that one's a, a best slash special for me. <laughs> I've got a best each way in value. Uh, each way, I mentioned before, Milwaukee, uh, 6 dollars the win, two fifty, the place. I don't know. You might be able to get better out there now. Um, on other bookies.
2: I reckon the boxes got... are tomorrow, and I reckon you will get a better price for Milwaukee, but he has been yeah. back.
0: Um, obviously spoke about Milwaukee before, and value, a value pick, uh, the Jellyfish Irukandji, uh, Rose Rosehill Race 8, oh, uh, has God. had the ultimate gear change, has been tugged. Could that be the answer to all our questions? Uh, is a Group 3 winner? Uh, hopefully no rain up there, but has a huge class edge on all these horses running in the same race. So is a group runner, obviously hasn't won too many times, but just at, I think it's 21 bucks you can get at the moment, uh, might be worth a little throw at the stumps there.
2: Yeah, and Bjorn has turned a couple of these horses around. Um, I'm trying to think of the one he did more recently, uh, who ran... Is it Goodfella? Is that what the name of that one was? That ran yeah. some good races last spring. He turned that around from being a bit of a hack as well. So
0: it's interesting
2: to see. Yeah, redouble. Oh, I'm not ready to talk about redouble yet. Yeah, still getting yeah. over last spring.
1: Probably not. Um, too soon.
2: But, yeah, they've said they'll ride Irukandji a bit quieter as well because he's just over-raced every single time last preparation. So maybe that will help. I'm sure it won't hurt. But uh, if he can get that horse up, I reckon we'll be going to the stable to have a look at his gear as well because it absolutely hacked it up last prep. Um, all right. Uh, I haven't really nailed a great deal down apart from the fact that I think my pendant is an absolute moral, and I wish we could get more than $2, but that just looks like the best of a card. Um, across all states on Saturday. Um, and I think that, like Stu said, uh, Embrace Me is a good um, each-way bet in that uh, race with the sea approach, just banking on it, not handling the straight or back down in distance, um, especially with the breeze um, for mine. All right, lads, um, maybe just quickly before we go... Um, Thoughts into the spring? Uh, what are you looking forward to the most, Stu?
1: Oof, you've got me on the hop there. Maybe the autumn <laughs> sun, Chop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been nice, wouldn't it? Uh, wouldn't it? That just would have yeah. made my spring carnival. Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think of,
1: yeah, maybe watching Osborne Bulls win a race would be a nice
2: yep. change. Yeah, it be real straight, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, Chop, what about you, mate? What are you most looking forward to? Uh,
0: that's a good question. I, I'm just interested to see where they take a few horses, um, particularly mm. Very Elegant, uh, is one I have followed all the way through. Um, just want you know, there's a few a few races they can potentially target. Do they take Very Elegant to the top Cox Plate, uh, Caulfield Cups, obviously an option, um, even the Melbourne Cup. Uh, Golden Eagles worth seven and a half million. You know, there's there's a few races out there. Um, looking forward to following Avilius through as well. Once again, where what races do they target? I'm pretty sure they'll they'll target the Cox Plate. Um, but yeah, uh, and a few. There's a good crop of three year olds coming through that we saw as, as obviously two year olds uh, last spring. um so just, yeah, no, just looking forward to a, to a good overall spring and, and just seeing where they take a few of these.
2: Yep. now it's probably that big three, I guess, isn't it, Avilius, um, Mystic Journey, very elegant, probably three of the, the biggest booms from last preparation. So it'd be inter- they might uh, clash a bit too, so it would be very interesting. Mm. Um, and,
0: well, it's uh, the 1st first, uh, yeah. um, first winksless spring in, in a few years, so that'll also open up a few few races for a few other horses.
2: Absolutely. And just of note as well, which uh, remind me thinking about the spring and winks, we've still got horses like Humidor and Kingsville Dream that are supposedly going to be mm. coming back uh, this spring as well. So, what's happening? All right, lads. Well, uh, we might wrap up. Uh, all the best on the weekend. Probably uh, halve your bets this week, gents, and uh, those listening. It uh, could be a tough uh, day at Flemington if that weather comes. And also, always uh, difficult changeover reform lines. Some good horses first up and some not-so-good horses that are fit sometimes just hold on.
0: Uh, if, good if, in, luck and, if in doubt, yeah. 50 on the nose on the money-back races. Yeah, on the
2: favourite, of course. <laughs> 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 but uh, gamble responsibly and uh, look forward to catching up again next week, lads. All the best. Yeah,
0: cheers, T. Thanks, Digo. No worries.